0: a new 10 youth group. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry, you have a problem. So I brought this Last year, all the youth leaders pitched in and they bought me this hat, this Yankees hat. I really wanted it. It's really warm, keeps my head warm. I wore it all day today. Ask Rebecca, sometimes I wear it in the house because we keep it cold in there. (laughs) So I wear this sometimes. Uh, You guys know that I really like the Yankees. And actually something that I find interesting is that my favorite player, Aaron Judge, he was injured for part of the season. He got hit by a pitch and he was out for like a month and a half, actually almost two months. But what's interesting is that the team did so much worse. There he is. Okay, he's like he was uh, uh, runner-up for MVP. He was rookie of the year last year, so he's a really great player. But listen to this: when Aaron Judge was out for a month and a half, their record was awful. The Yankees' record was seven and fifteen without Judge. So they uh, won seven games and they lost fifteen, and then they actually ended up losing fifteen out of twenty-two games. That's like a seventy percent. Losing streak, like that means if we're gonna start a game, 70% chance I'm gonna lose. Like, that's really bad. So when he wasn't there, but when Judge was there, the team performed way better. Like when Judge wasn't there, their average runs were four runs per game. But when Aaron Judge was playing with the game with the team, their average runs was 5.3 runs per game. So like they're scoring more points basically when Aaron Judge is playing. So it's interesting to me. That Aaron Judge, it's not just about like he hits a home run every couple games, he strikes out a lot. It's not like his actual hardcore numbers that are just improving the team. The Yankees had a great team, but it was bigger than that. It was actually his presence, like just him not playing. Even if he like struck out, his presence alone made the entire team play better. And when he wasn't there, the absence of his presence made his team play worse. Most of us, we probably know somebody like that, right? I was talking to Devin last week, and he he uh, his basketball team they just had this tournament in Florida, and his team came in second in the nation, which was pretty uh, that's pretty cool. Um, but th- what happened is their best player was injured the game before the last game. Yeah, uh, not it, well, yeah. I thought Devin was their star player. He told me it was somebody else. So somebody else on their team, he said, it was their best player was injured. And so they ended up losing the final game. It was 8-13, which, again, if you ask me, I think at that point, they're probably like equal skill level. The point is that he had somebody on his team that when his presence, when he wasn't there, their team ended up losing. I mean, second place for the nation is still pretty good. But you probably have a friend like that. You know, they walk in. It's like life of the party kind of person. Like, all of a sudden, they're there. One time... uh, like, or maybe you have some mutual friends, like some people you hang out with, but you kind of realize, like, I don't know if I've ever hung out with you, like, alone. I only ever hang out with you with other people. One time, yeah, I was in my college dorm room, and, like, there was a bunch of us hanging out. A couple guys left to go get something. And it was me and this one kid, and I was like, I realize I've never once spoken to you as... An individual. <laughs> it's like, I don't really know you, and I guess I don't care about you. And then all my friends came back in. I'm like, hey, like it's cool. So sometimes, like, there's some people like the, their presence makes a difference when they're there. And obviously, I'm bringing it up because I think that's a little bit. That's like a glimpse of what Christmas is about. Last week, if you we were here, we handed out some free presents. That was pretty cool. Anybody still have your free present? Yeah. Okay. Got some. I handed out some cool stuff, right? Yeah. It was pretty cool. But we said that Christmas isn't about presents, it's about presents. What? And everyone was like, what are we talking about? Right, it's about God's presence. Christmas isn't about gifts. God's presence was, was the gift to us. That's why we give gifts to each other. And so that's what we talked about. And I think um, the question for me becomes at least, like, so what do we do? Like, if Christmas is about God's presence, like, what does that mean? How am I supposed to respond? And um, here's what I would say. What if, like... My guy was like Aaron Judge. Like, what if Aaron Judge walked in the room? Or like your favorite YouTube star. Like, who's one of your favorite YouTube people? Landon, Logan Paul. What if like Logan Paul just rolled right in here right now? What would you do? You would, okay, beat him up. Maybe uh, somebody that we all like. (laughs) So we were breaking it I said your favorite YouTube star, not the one that you want to see in prison. That's like your least favorite. Who? Liza. What if Liza walked in here right now? What would you do? You would What? You would cry. You would literally cry. If Aaron Judge walked in here right now, I'd like freak out. I'd be a little starstruck. Then I'd be like, can you sign a baseball, please? Interesting that like when a famous person walks in, you're like, can I have a picture? And can you sign this? And can you tell me we're best friends? Like all of a sudden you start asking them for things like they owe you and you're like, they don't know who you are. That's like kind of like what happens with a famous person. Maybe you'd freak out a little bit. Maybe you would try to change your behavior all of a sudden. Like, you'd be like, oh, I don't want them to think I'm crazy. Like, I want them to think I'm a regular person and they want to be my friend. You kind of act a little bit nicer, right? And so the same thing I think is true with God's presence. It it should actually change us. It should change our entire team. We should be acting different when we're in God's presence. And in the original Christmas story, we see this. Uh, when you, When you read everybody's story in the original Christmas story, when people get around Jesus, they worshiped. When you read Matthew chapter two, there's the Magi. They come. Where's uh, Where's the child who was born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east. We've come to worship him. And then when they find him, they worship him and they give him gifts of. Do you remember what the gifts are? Myrrh, frankincense. Oh, that's right, man. Right, Harry. I see you. Okay, yeah. So they give him gifts to show that they worship him. The shepherds, after the angels appear to them, and it's like crazy. They go check out what happened. They're like, "Here's baby Jesus." And then after they're done, it says that they left glorifying and praising God. They're worshiping God, and even Mary, the same thing. After like the angel comes to her, and she's like, "Man, you're going to become pregnant, and the, he'll be the savior of the world." She praises God, and so the proper response to God's presence, I would say, is worship. But what does that mean, like, if we should be worshiping God? Does that mean you think, like, Mary was like, sing, 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 and make music, right? As soon as she, like, the angel came to her, is that what she did? I will build my life, right? Worship is putting your mind's attention, so your mind, what you're thinking about. I don't know what you're thinking about right now. Hopefully you think about what I'm talking about. Your mind's attention and your heart's affection on who God is and what he's done for you. That's what Christmas is about, that we remember, we put our mind's attention and our heart's affection on who God is and what he's done for us. I want to read one portion of scripture after Mary gets this message. She's going to have a son. He's going to be the savior of the world. She kind of sings this song. There's like this poem that she kind of reads. So I want to read it. Here's what it says. Pay attention. It's on the screen if uh, you don't have your Bible. Here's what it says. Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy. He has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things. He sent the rich away with empty hands. He's helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. And so I read that. Maybe you're like, I didn't really keep up. I kind of lost it. Here's what I want to do. I need Jaden. Katrina, come on up here real fast. Verse forty-eight. What are the first two words of uh, verse forty-eight? What is that? For he. Okay. What are the first two uh, words of verse forty-nine? For the. For the. Oh, read the next one. What do you mean? The next, the next word. For the mighty. Yeah, for the mighty one. Okay. What What's What's verse fifty say? Uh, he shows He shows mercy. Okay, so he shows, so we got for he, for the mighty one, he shows, what's what's 51? His mighty arm. His mighty arm. Okay, what's 52? He brought. He has brought down. Okay, what's the next one? He has filled the hungry. He's filled the hungry. Yeah, okay, so you guys can sit down. Nice. You read a couple verses for me. Yeah, that's the poem I read. So the first couple, every line, sit down, nice job. Every line is about God. It's like, for he has done this, for the mighty one has done this. Like, it's all about God. Mary, she glorifies God. She doesn't glorify herself. That's her goal, and that's what worship is about. She focused her mind and her heart on God. Maybe you've been here before, and you're like, man, when I'm in church, I don't feel anything when I sing. When I come to youth group, I don't feel anything when I pray. Well, worship, it's not about what you feel. It's focusing your mind's attention and your heart's affection on God. It's thinking about God and reflecting on what he's done for you. Mary's response to God's presence is an example for us that we're supposed to follow. Worship is focusing your mind's attention and your heart's affection on God. And so I know sometimes it's not easy, right? There are different things that are vying for our attention. What are some things that vie for our attention? Our phone, the Internet, candy canes, right? Instagram, what Jaden's doing right now. Oh, okay, that buys for your attention. Sleep, video games, new Fortnite Battle Pass. Yeah, you know what? I already got you, so whatever. Chick-fil-A, okay, whatever. There are lots of different things that tra- take up our attention. So sometimes it could be like, man, I don't feel like worshiping God. What's uh, why, why don't I do that? Maybe, maybe I don't really care. It's like, no, well, there are other things that get my attention, and there are other things that vie for my affection, so I have to make a choice. If Christmas... It's about presence. It's about God's presence. And when, we re- when we're when we in God's presence, we're supposed to worship. Worship is focusing our mind's attention and our heart's affection on who God is and what he's done. So here is my, here's my advice. Last thing I'll say to you guys. We'll kind of wrap up. You guys all right? Still sticking with me? Here's what I would say. For the Christmas season. I don't want you to go home and like um, just tell your parents that like you know what we talked we're in youth group and Pastor said I have to worship God at Christmas so just burn all my Christmas presents, Mom. I guess I don't need them. Like you know that's not what I'm saying. You don't need to do that. Have fun. I love Christmas. I'm like number one Christmas person. I love Christmas. But here's what I would say: remember to worship God this Christmas. What's worship? Worship about? We're gonna focus our our mind. Yeah, our mind, our attention, and our and our hearts, affection, right? Our mind and our heart, we're gonna think about God. So this Christmas, here's something you can do. If you think this is a dumb idea, then you don't have to do it and you can come up with a different one and you can talk about it in small group. Here's what I'd say. For every present that you get, take 60 seconds, take one minute and worship God with that present in your hand. So here's an example. Let's say, yeah, maybe it sounds like a lot. What if you don't get presents? Those are great questions. So let's do this. Ready? Let's say I got a new phone case for Christmas, okay? I put a phone case on my Christmas list because I want one, all right? I just wanted one. So if I get a phone case for Christmas, you know what I do? I take it in my hand. I'll take I'll take 60 seconds, and I'll, I'll worship God. I'm not just going to say, thank you, God. I'm going to say, God, you're great. God, uh, this phone, uh, this case protects my phone. Thanks. You know what, God? You protect me. That's like, great. God, you you're worthy to be praised like you protect me god that's pretty cool take one minute it may seem kind of weird maybe it's like 60 seconds can i really think of enough to say in one minute it may sound kind of strange but trust me if you try it a couple times you may actually find that you have the words and so we'll talk more about it in small group if you think that's a dumb idea you don't have to do it but i want you to come up with some way that you can worship god this christmas you guys all right back there okay okay we're gonna wrap up we're totally done cool awesome you're gonna talk about it more in small groups so let's uh let's pray and then we'll go to our small groups god thank you for today thank you um for christmas time god thanks that we can kind of just come together i know like uh you know, Christmas break's coming up. We'll get Christmas presents. It's a lot of fun. But Lord, help us to remember that it's about your presence, God, that it's about you being with us, God, and help us to respond like people in the Christmas story did to respond with worship, Lord God, that we would worship you. We would fix our hearts and our minds on you, God. It doesn't mean we've got to burn all our Christmas presents. It doesn't mean we've got to cancel fun, cancel Christmas, none of that kind of stuff. But God, we'd remember to worship you. That we would focus our mind's attention, our heart's affection on who you are and what you've done for us, God. Be with us the rest of tonight in your name. Amen.